everybody, welcome to Church and Other Jugs. My name is Jed, and uh, you are the congregation. How's everybody doing out there? I did not realize this, well, no, I did realize that this was going to be very strange. So my recording setup is in my ferret room, and uh, last Thursday, um, I came in, so y'all know my uh, Kylo passed away um a while back but i still had wren who was my first ferret she's about eight and uh i came in the room the other day and she was not uh in a good spot and so i had to i i I, uh, it was really traumatic when my last ferret passed um she had seizures it was terrible terrible situation so i kind of promised myself that i wasn't gonna let wren suffer in any way so I called the vet, uh, and I was like, "Look, I need to, I need to come in, and uh, it's time for her to go." And so we we had to euthanize her. So it's it's like I haven't come back into this room. Uh, all her, I haven't broken down her stuff yet. Um, losing pets sucks, dude. It's so terrible. Uh, it's we, you know, with them too. It's like I have baby on the way, and it it is like the the path, the passage of, you know, the end of the ferret era of Jed. You know, I've had him for the past eight years, and uh, my life went through lots of changes in those eight years, and it's about to go through another big change now. So it really is kind of, um, it's it's weird. So there was lots of lots of mourning and tears uh, for her, and then for like the the changing of the times. Um, it's been a very interesting thing to observe. So, with that being said, today's episode is about becoming a dad. Uh, Kenzie, who y'all congregation should know, is also about to be a father. By the time this comes out, it should be happening very soon. Um, So, I thought it'd be fun to bring him on and we both talk about what we are freaked out about, what we're excited about, what we are thinking about becoming dads. So, uh, enjoy the episode. As always, send me an email at churchandotherdrugs at gmail.com, storefronttier.com slash churchandotherdrugs, and patreon.com slash churchandotherdrugs. Sent it like thirty minutes ago. ago. I don't get like notifications on my computer. I know. <laughs> Ten that, minutes ago. That's why I texted you. Did you that's die? Duh. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. You die? Are you dead, dude? Ugh. I've just been breaking up fights between. So the, my two cats and the pit bull don't get along. Well, one of them is kind of indifferent. She doesn't Mr. Care. Worldwide? No. <laughs> that would be hilarious <laughs> if I've just got Mr. Worldwide <laughs> chilling in my house, sleeping all These day. These two cats fight just like... Just like... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. What, what is Pitbull? What's a Pitbull impression? Die. Hey, I'm a Pitbull. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, another one, Pitbull. Uh, no, no, yeah, my favorite Pitbull line. Another one. Yeah, my favorite Pitbull line. DJ Khaled. Um. This is the episode to get a To get a what? It's the first ever episode to get a cease and desist. Oh, a cease and no, it is not the. <laughs> it's not the first. I've had to redact a few. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they are united in their hatred for the lawn people. So like the people came to so... the grass, and they all of them are flipping the fuck out, and it's thundering <laughs> outside. So my dog is already on edge. So it was just a terrible morning for pets. I so my dogs, specifically my my like the dog we've had longer, and my bigger dog. She's a blue healer Rottweiler mix, and oh god. Yeah, but she doesn't have a lot of energy. Like she is oh, we've had her since she was 3, she's almost 8. She is like super chill. Like she is she sleeps most of the day. She she like gets really excited for walks until you walk like more than like a quarter mile and then she's like this is awful. Like she oh, wow. doesn't have the like blue healer energy, but what she does have and she actually, so she came from a pound in Louisiana. Hmm. So she's so, she's she's str- a conservative streetwise, yeah. Yes, she is rough but, and tumble. <laughs> but she she hates, and I mean hates anyone in a uniform, a police officer, I, I, a. Uh, I'm going to be dead a honest. UPS worker, I. I I had three possible routes you were going to end that sentence with. <laughs> that wasn't. None of them were blue collar workers. None of them <laughs> the was cops. uniform. Uh, that's funny. I bet it's because like it, it's kind of like how those orcas are attacking boats. It's because like she yeah. like that. Your poor dog probably saw her mom get taken away by Louisiana animal control. Sons right. Bitches. And so ever yeah. since then. Yeah. It's been so funny to like watch that because like, we, it's like yeah yeah <laughs> but like we it's like one of my really good friends is an HVAC tech and so whenever something's wrong at my house I usually just shoot him a text and he's like yeah I'll I'll come by and he'll be in his like uniform and she'll like it'll be heckles up I mean she'll like nip at his ankles like like a healer um one time though he was like that she hated him he was like, hey, I have to run home really quick. I'm, I'm just going to shower and I'll just bring my regular truck over. So he goes home, changes, brings regular truck over. He comes over just some regular clothes. She was did not care. She so, did. She was like, just like, didn't even think about him anymore. I just, so a couple things. Uh, number one, it's hackles. Okay. You don't raise your heckles, not a heckler. Number two, why would you say ankle when you could have just said goes for the heel? And number three, I just got done watching Kill Tony. So I'm real riff centric right now i'm just picking you apart you're, you're riffing you're riffing, riffing baby. picking you apart too many things i don't even know what you were talking about i was just like how can i denigrate this person sitting in front of me the issue with it all is <laughs> i was a top five comedian in kansas city i did i thought i did think about this. and so and the pandemic destroyed your career didn't it Truly did. Truly I mean, did. seriously, because you you were like, I remember this, and I thought about this uh, before, right before uh, coming on this call. I was like, damn, he straight up was like on the rise as a stand-up comedian, and mm-hmm. bam, pandemic. Pandemic hit, and the funny thing was, is like, I went out a few times, like once, like open mics were opening again, and I was just like. You this doesn't to. feel the same. Like, I just didn't love it. And the people, too, are really great. I really like a lot of the people in Casey Comedy. But it was just like, it was almost as if we were all trying so hard to get back again to what was pre-pandemic. Mm. And I was just like, let's just, let's take it low and slow, baby. You know? But didn't want to. So, so I mean, that's why... That's why I started, I mean, I started doing those, I started doing skit videos again. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I took a long time off from doing any sort of like funny comedy. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's such a weird, I don't under, like, I, I find myself very lost by the culture sometimes in, in that like, everything seems like it is just at a hundred miles an hour. And there's like this weird collective, like, Oh, everybody's like, we're all striving for some weird thing that doesn't exist 
And it's like, wait, what is everybody yeah. doing? It's it's like a lot of momentum that I don't really know has yeah. an end. And it's just kind of like, what? yeah, it's it, it's just a weird. Everything feels very weird. And and I was like, I, just just cruising yeah. YouTube. It's such and and TikTok. It's such mm-hmm. a assault on your attention. Like it's unbelievable. Like it's just like everything is. And it's just like, which is wild considering that, like, because you're right, it is this like assault on your attention, and then it's wild considering what TikTok is, which is like, TikTok is actually technically helping the Vine generation get a longer attention span because, oh wow, yeah. You know, like, if you think about, like, because I, I was thinking about the same thing, I was like, it is all an attack, and it's still not good for your brain, no matter how you look at it, but it's like, but it's also like, oh, I, I also remember in high school, just, like, scrolling through Vine in six seconds, and it was just like, if it didn't catch me in two, gone, like, next, didn't matter, you know? So that's that's so funny too because like now TikTok technically speaking has gotten better at being like more long form short viral like viral yeah. something you know because again I very first also I hate to say it it has become a bit of a news source because first thing I how I learned about those guys in the submarine TikTok well it's <laughs> also become so I I I do not do TikTok because it is just too perfectly addictive it's way too well engineered like for instance the only time i get on it now is when my fiance will send me a tiktok and usually i can watch the tiktok without it opening the app but yesterday morning she sent it at 9 a.m or i checked it at 9 a.m it accidentally opened the app at 9:45, i was like oh damn it (laughs) it got me like i've just been sitting here yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just, well, and the amount of bogus news it is because, you know, oh, I, yeah. I, I work with the youth, the teens. Right. That is right. where they're getting their news and knowledge, right. quote unquote, knowledge, knowledge. about how. Yeah. So, okay. So apparently, I think I've talked about it on this show before, but they actually they, they actually think that npcs are a real life thing so they think some people are just npcs non-playable characters in real life they think they are not real people they, and they tried to show me video evidence of this and it was just normal ass people that they filmed and they're like see yeah. he's just an npc and i'm like that man is walking his dog what the fuck are you talking about yeah like of course he's He's just living his life, man. It's so funny. Or to see that, or to see kids who are like, oh my gosh, did you see this crazy prank? And then it's like, I don't know how to tell them that. Like, but like, I don't know how to like tell them, like, oh, all you're watching is a guy who went up to like three women 10 seconds before this was like, hey, I'm just going to shoot a video. I'm going to like do this thing. And then will you guys pretend to like chase me? And then, then they film that and they're like, well, how can you tell? I'm like, look at how like the girls are like kind of laughing and like looking at each other, like while yeah. they're doing it, it's like, they're like, oh, how do we act? Like we have to be acting now. And I was like, that's why, like the guy pulled up his phone. I was like, Hey, I got 500,000 Instagram followers. Can I just do this thing? It's a thing that I do. And they were probably like, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. I had to burst some people's bubbles on all the animal rescue videos and how there was Mm -hmm. like those um uh filipino or indonesian there were some there you know a lot of them are fake but there was like a a a pair of people or like an organization that was responsible for a lot of them where they would like take a puppy throw it in some mud and then film them walking up to this mud pit and be like oh my god a puppy and then rescue it and so like they would put all yeah terrible dude yeah awful 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 but again that's where it's like i laugh at like because like we as like me as like the lower like i mean both of us really is just like kind of like the end of like millennial and like me being more a little cuspy 
of that, of like <clears throat> the the ability that like, oh, I still do remember, like I didn't have a cell phone until I was in like the eighth grade or whatever, or I didn't have, you know, like we didn't have internet in my house when I, like when I, I first, I don't like, I remember getting internet or I remember, you know, like I, there's right. these things where it's like, it really is like, uh, and then, you know, Gen Z and now Gen Alpha, there's kind of this like a bit of like a quote unquote brag of like, well, we've always had the internet. And I'm like, and that yet you guys don't brag. know how to look at it. That's like, what I'm saying. How, like... how can, like, I understand older generations not being able to differentiate like what is fake, what is real, but like, yo, right. y'all grew up with it. How do you not understand that. Because they didn't grow up with the like, they really didn't necessarily grow up with the like stranger danger, like don't mm. believe everything you've heard on the internet. That's you true. know, like they didn't because they just grew up with. <laughs> this is this is how I was telling Georgia this the other day. This is how I'm sorry, mom, that you'll. <laughs> I cannot believe how stu- like okay how stupid we were as kids. But you remember AOL oh. chat rooms? Yeah. Okay. I was on so. A- all the time us too you know what our favorite prank was okay we would go into uh men seeking men chat rooms and pretend to be little boys and we thought it was hilarious and these men would be like oh yeah how old are you and we'd be like i'm 10 and they'd be like awesome and we're like haha what a weirdo <laughs> what anyway, was that dude how did we not understand yeah man that's crazy the internet like oh, that's oh people so are like oh yeah funny. the internet's crazy now it was the wild west back then, okay <laughs> truly like, we had no idea like we did not understand it at all understand what I we think were doing also I think also a wild thing of like looking back and being like my kids right now know like you go to school, you get your Chromebook on your Chromebook, you have Chrome on your like on your computer or whatever. I tried to explain to somebody because I had almost forgotten about it. Like, oh, I like my family, like your family, AOL, you had to pay for AOL. It was a service that you paid for to web browse. Yeah, per hour. Yeah, like I didn't realize that for like the longest time. Yeah, it's insane. Also, AOL had like if you were like below a certain age, it would just be like you've been on here for two hours, you're locked out for five, and then you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I guess I'll go outside then. Yeah. Well, also, bring AOL the, back. the the abject horror of downloading and printing a naughty picture, and then it freezing halfway and half of the naughty picture is coming out of the printer and then the entire computer and is not the locked. good half oh and then you hear the garage door open all right and you're crying already oh it's bad that's when you uh, just smash the printer and say i don't know what happened yeah just break everything we got you're robbed like the i don't cat know got to it the cat. Yeah. we don't have a cat I, I got a cat and it knocked over the printer uh, this cat outside had a gun and I wasn't going to say no. And it shot it. It shot the so, printer. Uh, but okay, to be fair, what kind of you to and be fair. Why, why, why you and I, to be fair, why you and I are even talking right now, all is to say, how do you feel about raising a child? Dude, I'm this? so scared. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So the, the, the reason we are talking today, Kenzie's also going to be a daddy. I recently revealed I'm going to be a daddy. Uh, so we're going to talk about how terrified we are of being a daddy. He might not be a I'm going to be a dad in 11 days. Oh, wow. <laughs> from, oh. The, from the recording. Whenever this comes out of the wow. I could have yeah, a kid, actually, I, when this I, comes okay, out, because well, it really could be any day. Well, good. So you'll be, you'll be able to tell me what not to do. I don't Immediately know, Immediately how I'm wrong you and I were. So, I don't know. So, all right, my, my hope. And it's it, it is true. It will be different, but my hope is that eight, seven, eight, nine, ten years from now, it's just gonna be such a completely different landscape that like I I think the iPad generation, unfortunately, really got fucked. 
and yeah, they're they're kind of especially broke. with COVID. Oh, dude, right? They're especially with COVID. They cannot. They cannot wait for other people. They cannot not talk at the same time as someone else. They can't mm-hmm. like. They cannot focus on a task for more than whatever. There's zero respect for anybody or anything, mm-hmm. and and yet this odd, uh, this odd. I, I'm really turning old. I'm talking about the youth way too much. <laughs> often this probably comes up every episode, but it's this odd. Uh, um, you better respect me though, but I don't respect anyone. Right. So, so I 11 days. 11 days. From, from this recording. But really, I mean, truly, like once you get to this point, I don't know how, how far along is your fiance? Uh, 21 weeks. Okay. So like. Once November you hit, is like, the, the time. Okay. Yeah. So like once you hit, like um i think it's like i mean really around like 35 weeks like 35 weeks you still have to go to like NICU if the baby's born but like the baby can like is very viable outside of that uh-huh. the minute you hit like 37 so like two weeks or a week ago or whatever for us they're like the baby could come at any point and it is not like that is just what happens like right it is between now and like three weeks from now like truly you could just have the baby and that was a weird thing to hear of just like it's go time at any time now so like even today like we're having some people we're we're at my in-laws house we're having people over could just happen like i could just i could have to just get in a the car (laughs) we have to go to the hospital like wild so what did you how did you prepare you just didn't. He's shaking his head no. That's uh, what no, I'm talking I, about. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what uh, to do. There's a few books. I'll, I'll actually, I'll, I'll send you a book recommendation books. that I... Ew. No, it's true. <laughs> no, okay. Here's, here's the here's the funniest part about it. Like, all they the have books pictures? that my wife got... Yes. I'm not kidding. Okay. The difference being, of like, all the books that my wife got are these, like, written by Dr. Blah, 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 and all these very smart people... And then, like, the books that I got were, like, how to be a dad. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's uh, your partner expecting? Literally, it is a it is a picture, but like, a giant picture book, more or less, of, like, here's what the baby looks like. But it also tells you it's, like, a daily read. It's The best way to describe it is, like, a daily devotional, almost, of, like, you read it, it that me. day. I will. And you read it that day, and then it also has, like, a weekly, like, here's what's happening this week in your partner's body, and here's how, like, you as a partner can help like oh, here's things you can do so yeah it's super nice I'll, I'll send you i'll send you the title uh, when i get home and it is it, it was really cool um the other thing too though is like there's a certain point where it's like you go to these classes right you you go into the hospital you go to the classes you you know breathing you know like a you know birthing class baby 101 what it's like to have a newborn i recommend doing a having a newborn and pets class that's yeah, going to be super of, useful yeah nervous about that um th- they have classes on it and it's it's honestly really good um and uh the other one is like uh you know like breastfeeding class stuff like that just like all this stuff i know how to breastfeed and, i don't i don't need yeah a class which is good <laughs> yeah perfect yeah this thing it just um, comes natural. You're like, you're like, I'm a pro, dude. They are. My gland, my glands um, are very swollen at the moment. <laughs> constantly and consistently. Constantly. Oh god. Um, but like, it is. I, I now at this point, and I just I've described this to a few other people. Like this week is really where. Whereas like my wife, I I know that she's probably she's been at this point for a while. But like for me, it's just like I've gotten to the point where it's like. I don't know. Like, I still really don't know anything because you really can't know. You just have to like, you know, and so it's just like, I'm now at the point where it's like, I just want this baby to be here so I can start learning. Yes. Like, I just want the baby to be here so Uh, I can like go. (laughs) Yeah. It's still a bit surreal. I think for both of us, it's still a bit in the surreal stage. Mm -hmm. 
Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and and I quickly learned. I mean, in this age of information, there and I, so I'm very careful about who I even ask because it's yeah, you're gonna get a trillion different advices from every different mm-hmm. possible angle. Um, I and and then again, it's just like I'm, you know, you're gonna figure it out. I I, I mean, this is. I guess it's a coping strategy, but it's, I have known so many objectively in a non-judgmental way, objectively horrendous people and parents. Right. And they lived and they had like tons of kids and they did fine. You know, they figured it out. So surely I can do a little bit better. I'm just, you know, right. It's it's the end of it's the end of selfishness. Uh, I mean, I say that like it just magically disappears. But you know, indulging in my selfishness, yeah. it is. Uh, I have to grow up. Uh, uh, th- that's a lot I of. I talked to. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say I actually talked to my therapist about this like pretty recently. <laughs> I go to therapy. <laughs> really cool of me. Um, but I talked to my therapist about this recently where. I was basically like, I was like, obviously like getting married, like being in a long-term relationship, getting engaged, getting married, like all of that was like this point of self, like me becoming more and more selfless. But it was once I found out I had, I was having a baby. And then once it got to the point where it was like, you are having this baby complications have now dropped down lower because you're out of the first trimester or whatever. Right. And you start hitting these different milestones where all of a sudden I was just kind of like, Already, I'm at this point where it's like, I'll do anything for my baby. Like, my my baby now is my number one priority. Like, that is. And it it was a shift over time. Like, my mentality about it now, 11 days out, compared to my mentality at 21 weeks, is super different. Yeah. But it just, it's, it's that exact thing that you said of it's like, a bit you kind of start having an ego death. You know, like you, you kind of start having this, like, because it's different when it's like you and your partner and you're still like, oh, but we are still these kind of two separate beings who have come together and have bonded for X, Y, Z, you know, because we fell in love with each other and all this stuff, but we're still these two separate beings who grew up differently, who have these different, you know, on all of this. And then you start to realize, but this baby, while my partner has just done, like my wife has just done all the work as far as like growing the baby and feeding the baby for nine months and, and doing all this stuff. At the end of the day is 50, 50 us. Like that is a part of me, yeah. you know? And that is, it's going to have my, it's going to have parts of my personality. It's going oh, to like, so she's scared like, of. I know. Right. <laughs> like it's she's like, it's a girl. We're having a girl. I, I think I've said that, but like, she's going to be like, she's going to have parts of my personality. And that's the thing too, is like, I, I'm super scared of it. Right. Because like what I want from my daughter is for her to live a good, happy life. I want her to be, you know, excited about things and all this stuff. And then I'm like, I hope you don't have my level of ADHD. I hope you don't have like, what if she's, she's a ginger though. How bad would you feel? You passed that's on your ginger that's, that's snap. A, that's the dice roll. We're I found out. I found okay. out that there's a chance my kid's gonna be a ginger, and I was guffawed. <laughs> awesome. I was horrified. Horrified. I said, "If that say. kid comes out of ginger, I'm gonna take it back up in there and let it cook a little <laughs> longer until it." Taking a paternity test. Absolutely. Yeah. Apparently, there's. Have, yeah, I don't understand genetics. But barely. I don't either. I failed. Uh, I failed my freshman high school uh, biology class, so I'm not Very the guy to ask. Very good. Yeah. Um, but I don't want that for my daughter. I don't want her to be the type of. Kid I know. I don't want, now. dude. I don't want to pass on my darkness, man. That so I, scares I, that me. That was. That was the thing I was going to ask too. Of like, coming, from an addiction standpoint and again like i mean it's it kind of funny on how we not like really talked about it but you know how you said like i know so many like 
people like kind of just like objectively like horrific people mm-hmm. parent but like overall like your parents were great exactly. you know your parents were and they still had a they still had a child who had addiction and they, you know, they cite through it. They love you deeply. They're still in your life today, but it's like, it's like, it doesn't. And as you know, and as you've probably had to explain to them so many times, like it isn't because of your parenting that I'm like this, this is a, this is a thing in me that Mm -hmm. did like, there is like, this is my, this is how this works. So like have like, what have your thoughts been in that? It's extremely uh, a lot of fear about it, but I've actually, Mm -hmm. I guess I've kind of been able to let it go. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if once again, if this is just a a mental coping skill, but it's like this, this whole situation feels to me extremely God guided because Mm -hmm. uh, just, just for so many different reasons, just the way everything lined up. And so if that is the case, then whatever, then I really shouldn't be scared of anything. Uh, you know, I don't think, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I think we, both of us, uh, are pretty well equipped, uh, with the life experience to kind of yeah at least relate or handle it, it it's more like unfortunately yeah there is no single thing you can do in existence that will guarantee right. i mean there just isn't there isn't yeah um, there isn't there, there's no way and i think though like what you said is like you both have a understanding of it and where i think maybe some parents have had a harder time for, I think you two, you'll be able to start seeing maybe red flags earlier or just things that you're like, okay, we need to pay attention to this and make sure that this is healthily taken care of, or, you know, just like stuff like that, where it's like, okay, we can see this, we can see, you know, whatever it is. And I I think that that will be good for you, you know, to, to have that, uh, that, eye of detail especially for like yeah you doing counseling and stuff like you know it, like it, it's it's probably gonna be that i will need to be careful not to uh course correct and i mean that's a counseling yes adage where it's like your yes. family aren't your clients you can't you know right everything's gonna look like a nail because i'm this hammer of counseling so it's like right. it's yeah. really and especially addiction too it's like it's gonna be yeah. really difficult um, it's a funny thing too, where it's, I don't know what, we we don't know what we're having and we're, we're not going to know till everybody knows, but it's, it's that weird thing of like, uh, yeah, mom and dad, I see how incredibly difficult parenting is. Cause it's this weird thing of like, I don't want a soft, uh, you know, doughy croissant of a child, but I also don't need a street hardened grizzled grizzled <laughs> war veteran street you know urchin. but i you know it's like i want you know yeah. you want you want well that, balanced yeah well balanced that survivability that adaptability mm-hmm. that that um it and i'm already suppressing urges to it's like both of us have kind of looked back and maybe this is like the whole you know i've, I've been thinking a lot about the reasons and God and uh, parenthood right. and all the, all this stuff. And like, is, is all this stuff designed and it kind of does seem to work uh, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we're looking back at our own lives and, and seeing like, Oh, these experiences were great and they shaped this. And so I'm already like, Ooh, I want to try to just perfectly replicate the <laughs> ingredients to right. make sure that my kid has a good sense of humor, a good, uh, taste in music yes together and that is probably a surefire way to get them to not like any of that shit so right, like, right. uh i don't know man figure you know a lot of it is going to be just um taking it as it comes it's been funny too because like i and i think god has been softening me in this way i don't like kids bro i've never liked kids they have always irritated <laughs> me. you know why i think i didn't like kids at first 
is because they always fucking ruined TV shows and movies where like the main character is super cool. And then like, oh, man, you're saddled with this stupid ass kid. You got to protect for the whole movie. Right. Like literally, I think uh, (laughs) in the same way that 80s slashers ruined uh, premarital sex for me. um, Right. (laughs) I think the 90s sitcoms and shows where like a kid was always a plot device that just got in the way. And so I was always like, oh, that sucks, dude. Can I just say that right there? That's a that's a perfect bit though of it's like it's like you don't understand like when people would be like, Oh yeah, like I just was racked with so much guilt because of purity culture. And they're like, What about you? And you were just like, Jason, man, he got me. Yeah. I mean the message was you have sex, you get killed and you deserve you will be, it. You will be slaughtered. And yeah, like, I mean, it was a perfect storm of that. But I am realizing that that uh, looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, that that is totally. And I think it was I think it was like a a. um, It was like an offshoot of purity culture of like in a way there. Yeah, yeah, there was a link like I like I I remember hearing or reading about that, that that those themes were intentional. But I also, I mean, looking at that, that's very funny too. Of just like, but what is the is the link supposed to be like? This is what they're telling you. Pur- purity culture is is like if you have premarital sex, you will be murdered, like you will be killed, yeah. and that like God is this bad guy. You and know? the the the, like, the virginal the virginal yeah. last girl is the one that survives, right? Is the yeah. one that saves and saves everybody and, and saves you know. everyone else. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. The theology of um, Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Let's try to put uh, it. We should. Um, but I think, yeah, I think that I've, just what we were talking about before of just like, especially in thinking about like, oh, I want them to like what I like, you know, just out of like, I want you to, again, I want you to have a good sense of humor. I want you to be well-rounded. I want you to, you know, if you're, anything like me like i would rather be like listen it's very possible that you won't get bullied but in order to stop it at all you need to be the funniest person you've ever thought like you need to be funnier than everyone else you need to be quicker than everyone else and then you're good <laughs> like yeah. you know just kind of this like like how do i make you know i like not like it's weird not like how do i make life easier for you but what things do can i tell you that you can then use to make your life easier you know as as a end of the day as an independent human from me you know how do i help create that and i think that's hard and and it's funny too with like what you mentioned because like my wife my wife is a children's counselor she's a a children's therapist she does oh wow so similar yeah yeah and she works with like anyone from like three and she works with teenagers too so like three to 18 and like that's the thing too that we've typed i was like I think it will give her a lot of advantages, but also to remember that like her child is not her client. Like that is our kid. <laughs> so like it yeah, is going to man. Be and be different. Um, but yeah, I think like, cause I also think of like, uh, but I, I also, I think of like, Oh, everything that if I try to like have her listen to stuff or like things that I like, she's going to hate it. But then I also have to remember like, no, you know why I know that isn't fully true because I love growing up. I loved listening to the Doobie Brothers with my dad. Why? Don't know. Well, the Doobie Brothers are great. That's why. But like, like in any other world in 2004, why would a 10 year old love listening to Jesus is just all right with me? Like, that doesn't mean, you know, but it's like, but I loved it. And I loved it because it was a thing my dad and I did together. Same reason why, like to this day, I love bluegrass music because my dad would always play the Oh Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack. And so we'd always like listen to that in the car together. And, you, you know, so yeah, it's like, that, that's why I this, like cl- classical and film scores and stuff, too. Yeah, exactly. That's like, and so it's like there is a part where it's like there are probably going to be things. I love, you know, I love Motown because my mom lived in Detroit for a while. That's the music she grew up on, you know, all of this stuff. And it's, but then there's also plenty of stuff where it's like, if I had to choose between honestly probably getting attacked by a dog or listening to the Gaither Gospel Hour, 
I'd rather get attacked by a dog. You know, like I <laughs> just, it's not for me. And my mom loves it. I will watch it with my mom, but like not for me. Yeah. You know, they're good singers. Uh, that's kind of dovetailing on Jesus is just all right. How do you think you're going to handle the God thing? We, so we go to a, a church and um, it's a fairly, it's, it's a great church. We love it. Uh, they have a really, really solid children's ministry that isn't like, it's not an evangelical church necessarily. Like it's, it's just a, it, it comes off of the, like nineties emergent church with like Brian McLaren and, and that. Um, so they, they have like a very solid, like children's ministry is meant to cr- like let kids look at the abstract and not have to be like a, you know, a four-year-old hearing that like, you know, God killed the entire world with a, a flood. Like it's like, <laughs> but, but told, <laughs> but told and, they're little felt boards. Right. Like, yeah. Like, address. it's like, um, maybe kids can like learn about other things outside of just like that. Like maybe that's not the children's Bible stories, but, right. um, but they like do that. And then it goes into a very cool system when they're like in middle school and they start going through, uh, once they get to eighth grade, they go through like confirmation and stuff like that. And they get to choose if they want to be baptized, all this stuff. That is how we're going to go. I mean, again, it is, from the times you and I have talked and like the last podcast and stuff like that, I, I have a very, I think it's just, I have a very odd relationship with Christianity based on my upbringing, uh, my past with it, like in the past, you know, five, I don't know how long it's been now, five years, five, four years, four or five years. Um, and like all of that where it's like, but I'm also not going to, I, I also still go to that church because I love that church and I love the community there. And that community is the thing that really honestly helps me reminds me that like, there is good to this and there are people who don't um, want to like, who want to see you succeed. And there is a, um, there, there's more out there, I think. Uh, and that yeah. there is, you know, and in this sense, like for me, and it's, it's this like following, uh, we always say like following Jesus and learning to live in his ways, which is something I find very beautiful. And so that's kind of where we are. Um, and that's where I, I'm happy to be. It's a, it's a system that I trust right now. I, I trust the people that run it. I trust the pastors, you know, one of my best friends, in the whole world is the high school youth pastor and a guy that I trust is the overall youth. You know, it's just, it's just like, it's, it's a really great system and it's a lot of people I trust. And so like for now, that's just going to be a good way for us to have community in this time, especially, and for her to start learning about community and what that means too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good answer. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that is definitely the part about, uh, the biggest part of church that I remember as, as a young person was the community and like yeah. playing with all the other kids while my parents were doing small group every Sunday. Um, yeah. Some of my, I mean, still to this day, life, lifelong friends. That's funny. Yeah. Um, how, how are y'all gonna, how, how do y'all see that going? Um, you just so, hang up. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I gotta go. Um, I mean, yeah, we'll definitely, we definitely both agree, uh, in the benefits of that. And so it'll, it'll be, but right now I just watch Woodland Hills on Sundays. I haven't even been going in person church, um, because I just haven't found, um, it's just so hard for me. Just, I can't, I can't quit critiquing the theology and the whole, it's like, this is not, this is, I don't, I can't go back to sleep. I just can't like as much yeah. as I try. Um, so, you know, hopefully, I mean, the plan right now is probably just to go back to the church that I have been going to, but I, I guess theoretically we could, we could look around too for something else, but that just yeah. sounds awful. I don't want to do that, oh. man. That sounds so terrible. Church shopping right now. Church oh. shopping. So, 
yeah but but definitely we agree in the benefits of of that and, yeah. and, and that's the plan to do that yeah so i guess in in wrapping it up like what's your so 11 days out mm-hmm. what do you think like what are you most afraid of what are you most looking forward to uh gosh uh there's a few things i'm very afraid of um i mean like there's a very like a very physical representation of what i'm afraid of which is sids like that is that is crazy to me that's wild just like sudden infant death syndrome just like a baby just dies and there's nothing you can do but there was like it just uh, the baby and like that is horrifying to me yeah um yeah why would you bring that up <laughs> you asked me you well said, you didn't have to answer the... man <laughs> <laughs> you could have just like nothing dude please um, bro yeah you could have said that's getting, wild. getting peed on or something you went with sudden infant death syndrome Jeez. listen it's a it's a thing you're it's it not like you're gonna not hear about it you're gonna no, hear know, about it it's a thing um, for sure it's a thing um but I think like there is just like the um, a thing that I fear on my own end is to like that I start thinking too much about the future. Like yeah. I think like that's even yeah. the the thing of that I've had with a lot of parents who they're like like one of my biggest things, and it's just because that's how my brain works. Is I'm always like I will literally just be like they'll be like oh my gosh you're having a baby soon how are you feeling about that I'll be like I'm scared she's gonna hate me when she's thirteen yeah. <laughs> like and they're like. You're not there yet. You don't even have her yet. Like, just it's okay. Calm down. Yes, like, that's I have that same yeah, thought. You know, and it's but it's like that's what I think about is it's like what happens in 13 years? Like, I don't know. You know, like what happens when they start talking? And it's that first time when like they don't really understand the weight of words, and so they look at me and my daughter's like, I don't love you as much as I love mom. I'm gonna have to be like, oh god, <laughs> you know, like that i think of that but it's like she doesn't even talk yet she's just going to sleep on my chest in a little crumped up like ball for the first week because she doesn't know she's out of the womb yet you know like i know she's suffering with the bummer of being out of the womb right yeah like she's she's suffering with the the reason they cry so much is because they realized in 18 years taxes are coming you know like that's what it is that is i think well i just think like that and then yeah yeah so what, what i can't remember what i can't remember what psychologist or philosopher uh boiled down the entire um existential crisis of humans occurs at the first realization of the baby getting separated from the nipple and the mm-hmm. gap between themselves and their life force and their mother and that's when they experience the entirety of human loss and they spend and that we spend our entire lives trying to get back to that unity back to that so i guess just don't let it ever leave the nipple and it'll be a well-adjusted suckle for the rest of its life the rest of its life i think uh I think too, like there was something that I learned recently where like for the first three months, like the fourth trimester, the baby, the baby believes that it is still one with mom. So like, so like crazy. The, 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 the baby cannot separate like the, the baby will not be able to separate its mind from your fiance and them for right. like the three like it is they are one and the same to that baby like that baby's brain views the two of them as one is the same and you are the only outside partner that's so nuts you, you are the you are the like to them they see you as something weird and that's it Oof. so that's wild that is wild but i also think like there are parts that i'm very excited for um Obviously, I'm just I'm excited to be a dad. I think it's going to be so fun. I think it's going to be a blast. I'm. Is I'm, it time? Uh, oh no, no! I was just like, start like trash bags moving around. Um, but like, I'm I'm super excited for just being 
I'm very excited to be a dad. I'm very excited to like hold my baby for the first time. I always like, as we've gotten closer and closer, like at church or out in public, whenever we see like my wife and I always just be like a fresh one. Like they're there. Like you can see them. Yeah. Like, they're all crumpled still. Like they just like, like this, like can't wait to be like the dad who's got like the whole swaddle system on them. Like I'm oh, yeah. into it, you know, like all of that. And I just think like, I'll get it down and I will start learning stuff. And the thing that I'm very, one of the only times, not only times, but like, it's been very few times where I've really been like, looked like introspectively at my life and been like, wow, I'm glad that I have the confidence that I do. Cause usually I'm like, man, I really come off as a dickhead a lot because I, I am very overconfident myself, but this time I'm very thankful for, because like, I just kind of sat down and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to be a pretty good dad. Like, I know I'm going to be able to love this baby. I know I'm going to be able to like take care of her and, and be a, a, a mentally healthy dad for this baby. And I'm excited for that. Well, let me, let me be the first to knock you down a bit and say, you are going to fail miserably. So many times. Could not be, so many could not be a worse dad. Yeah, truly. <laughs> I mean, if your name was Kenzie Adolf Hitler, I don't think you could be a worse dad. It's going to be awful. And I was directly uh, related to the man. Mitigated, so. An unmitigated disaster. Disaster. <laughs> disaster. Next They'll time be like, we talk, it'll just be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just got like a, a massive bottle of bourbon and you're just like, it did not go the way I thought it was going to go. Oh, no. Why didn't you stop me? Oh, man. How, well, go ahead, how go ahead. are you? Well, before we wrap, because I want to ask you the same question, though, but of like, how are you at like 20 weeks? Still fairly like still fairly new, but out of like you're mm-hmm. out of the first trimester and like mm-hmm. all of that. And like, how are y'all feeling and like what are you getting excited about what are you still nervous about i'm still nervous about the like logistics of like school work new baby balance and then uh mental health i guess i'm i'm conscious and i want to make sure that like the relationship between me and my fiance is still priority and that we don't mm-hmm. all for that trap um i think what i'm looking forward to is hopefully the end of some of my existential dread which is like a luxury worry where it's just sort mm-hmm. of like i've been having and it may be god it may be spirit moved because this is kind of what i need to be doing in this next season of my life where it's yeah. having these moments of like what am i doing like okay i'm just you know go to work play some video games that's a wrap for the day you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like okay like yeah. i think i need to be doing something more like i have yeah i, I have followed my selfish desires for 35 years now i think it is time that i yeah uh give and and i'm ready like to experience the love that people talk about and a lot of people talk about it really reframes their relationship with god because you can kind of understand mm-hmm. unconditional love more yeah yeah so that that part's that part is is exciting and being able to yeah. you know to not get any weird looks buying toys now you know right i I get i get the strange stares yeah you're like no i swear this time i swear it's for a kid (laughs) and then i'm like oh wait never mind i meant it's for my kid (laughs) it's for my kid not just a swear i want to be clear hey do you think a child would like this if i dangled (laughs) in front of them hey do you think like a kid would follow me if i like had this for them Hey, what kind of candy do kids like these days? Um, Are they like is sour stuff popular still? I just does this know. does this balloon uh, say I'm a safe person to you? <laughs> like if you're to see me at a park, would you call the authorities or would you be like, no, that's definitely? Or would you be like, sad. oh, that's a safe guy? Do I shave the mustache? Is it? Uh, am I looking? <laughs> How do you think? Do you perfect. think I would frighten mustache children? Mustache is perfect. Or would they... <laughs> 
Is this? Do you think if I twirled it? Oh like my this, god! Look like an old timey villain. Yes, yes, yes. Goo Goo Gaga, oh. uh, children. <laughs> All right. Well, that was. Uh, so yeah, we will check back up with you after you have the baby, and uh, I will be on this journey as well, man. Send me an email. Trickinotherdrugs.gmail.com, storefrontier.com slash trickinotherdrugs, and patreon.com slash trickinotherdrugs.
Fake noose, motherfucker. Cats loose, motherfucker. Organic juice, motherfucker. Smelly boots, motherfucker. Pine spruce, motherfucker. Stinky poops, motherfucker. Sending nudes, motherfucker. Real f 